This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Join the boys today as we discuss Saturday's demolition of Leighton Orient, and we might even discuss the upcoming game with Swindon. Welcome to Borough Pods. <laughs> Bursting from midfield is Massinho! Well, if that is the goal to win the promotion, it's certainly worthy of it! On Old Trafford Cracker, in front of the Stratford end. Hello, boys. How are we doing? Good, thank you, mate. How are you? I'm all right. I'm fantastic. We absolutely pulled Leighton Orient's pants down on Saturday. And I keep thinking about it. What is going on in our little football club, eh? It's good, isn't it? I was a little bit worried as well. When they said we sold out, I was like, oh, are we, we going to get like 5,000 extra fans in the doors and play at a yeah. damp nil-nil or a one-nil oh. loss or something and have them all go home? Like, oh, well, I'm not doing that again. That wasn't any fun. It was brilliant. The atmosphere was brilliant. The performance was brilliant. You'd be coming back for more of that, absolutely. Do you know what? And that's that's all I care about, Pat. I know it's really stupid, isn't it? I feel like it's our little our little club. All of us that go down there regularly, it's our little club. I don't care if you live in Stevenage and support Man United and don't go to any Stevenage games, but something's changed over the last couple of weeks. And Saturday was our payday from Aston Villa's result. And I, like you say, I was just hoping that we did so well that these people would come back. And I, I think they will. They will. Yeah. Look, it weren't. Look, it weren't. It weren't like champagne football, was it? We we weren't, we weren't. We weren't so good and so silky that there's nowhere to go forward from it. Um, I think. I think they. They. Uh, they were quite happy to have the ball and hope that we weren't going to hit them on the break, um, which obviously we did twice in the first half. But they, they moved the ball around, but there was absolutely no penetration up front from them whatsoever from the first minute right to the very end. They were absolutely abysmal. We just did such a professional job. It wasn't like, you know, you see... you see, We could have easily come out in that game and thrown absolutely everything at them for 90 minutes. And potentially scored a hatful. But I think once we got that first goal, we got the second goal, very yeah. much took our foot off the gas. Was just like, let's manage it out from here. We don't need to run ourselves into the ground. We've got a game, big game, a difficult away game on Tuesday night. We don't need to run ourselves into the ground. Let's just see it out, professional. And that's fine because... If we had kept up that intensity of the first sort of 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, and, and really gone at them for the entire game, 
Oh, well, it could have been 2 all by half-time. You never know, do you? So you never came know, up do you? to me before kick-off, and you were like, oi, 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 oi. You're like, all right. <laughs> Had a little hug. You're like, oh, there's a rumour Nozane's starting, and I was like, ah, oh, oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, all right, got ya, yeah. And I was thinking, what's going on here? And then someone else said to me, like, I don't really look at other opponents that much, you know. You keep an eye on them, but this was different, wasn't it? And someone said, Leighton Orient, the last six games, have been mm. camping in and literally trying to pe- break people down on the break. I can't remember if that was you or not, Nate, was it? Oh, that was yeah. that was that, that was me as well, yeah, because they've got oh. to make they've got to make oh. shift defence. So rather than rather than play the football they had been up till Christmas, mm. they've been very kind of we're gonna sit sit deep with our two holding midfielders. We're not gonna expose the defence. We're gonna protect them at all costs, even if that so is. We've he's obviously gone for a bit of speed up top, and uh, yeah, it's just paid off. It's a, a Steve Evans masterclass. Let's call it that. It was just brilliant because <laughs> you know. I did, we don't really. Yes. I don't think. I'm not too sure how many times we've seen Reed and Rose playing together, but it was just brilliant. There, I know we put out a man oh, of the match uh, poll out, but let's be honest. I, I, I think it's very, very. I've not seen any official stats from the game, as in player ratings. But blimey, there wasn't one of those players that didn't crawl off that pitch. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you want them? Tayash Biaban could have taken a bit of anything to do. Yeah. Had very little, very little to do. So the fact that he got a dinner, just every player starts did look at great six, with the cap on. right? So the fact that he, Chris Kirkland esque, the, yeah. <laughs> the fact, the fact, <laughs> fucking Chris Kirkland. The, the fact, the fact that he got a six point five is actually impressive. Have having had so little to do, um, I will go right to left because I'm not a heathen. <laughs> um, Luke uh, Wilden, Lufa, right back, 6.7. Oh, Again, no. Paul Smith did nothing. No, 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 no. I don't think it is. I don't think it is harsh. He had nothing to do. He had nothing to do down the right-hand side. No defending. Paul Smith touched the ball nine times, and they were all in his own half. He did not. I might be exaggerating. I don't know, but he did nothing. Absolutely nothing. Um, and his passing wasn't very good. So, actually, like... It's it's a little bit harsh, like with Ashby, because Ashby Hammond, because he's not really had much to do, but it's accurate, right? It's accurate because he didn't he didn't have a workload, he did not have a workload, and uh, Dino said uh, that he was talking to to, to Lufa about the game, obviously, and they basically Lufa was like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna let 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 Smith have it, like he ain't he ain't got a chance against me today, and look what he did, absolutely. I mean, that, that- Adam, that game, Adam uh, on strings. Day, really, that that tussle, that duel between those two was a highlight. It doesn't matter as as a Borough fan, but as a as a footballing fan, I was looking forward yeah. to seeing these two go at it, and it didn't happen, did it? I don't know what happened to him. He bottled it. No, not at all. Not at all. I just think it was the tactics weren't set up to play to him. That's all it was. It was the it was the tactics from from Rich Richie. My football team plays the best football in the Which world. Is <laughs> They had the better of it at their place. We got a point and deserved the point, but yeah. they were the more likely to score. And, and then they changed that yeah. here. And I listened to. But they've they've not been playing that way ever since because they've had injuries because they've had suspensions. They, you know they've had four they've had three red cards four red cards in the past five weeks. So they're massively depleted. Um, their their centre back preparing preparing McCart and turns. Between them this season, they've played about nine minutes. So, 
Um, it's, it's difficult. It's really difficult for them, and I and I do I do feel for them having to put a weak side out. Like, but this is a, we, it was a perfect time, absolutely perfect. It, time it to seems play weird. Um, it let's seems carry weird on with the right. Weakened in an area, and to respond to that by weakening yourself in a different area, because that's basically what you've done. You've taken some of your teeth out to try and prop your legs up. What does? But the problem is, is if you don't, you're going to lose nine nil every week. Or, you know, maybe not 9-0, but they're going to get spanked every week. They'd much rather pick up, you know, what is it? I think they haven't won in six games now, but only two have been defeats. Like, that's, like, if you've got no defenders, that's not that bad going, really. I mean, it's not it's not amazing, but it's not that bad when you've literally got no defenders left. So, like, it's, it, it I understand why he's done it, but, like, they've, they're, We've caught them up at a blistering pace. It's beautiful. Anyway, Dan Sweeney, 8.1. I thought he was superb. Absolutely sensational. Everything he did paid off other than that left-footed sort of vaf volley he had where it fell to him just out on the edge of the area. And watching the replays, they weren't far um, off. I was in the car with Um, my wife and kids and uh, my wife turned around to me. She said, she goes, "Um, um, I think he's doing, doing well this season. I'm like... What? Just a bit. <laughs> and then uh, then my, my son started laughing. And I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, explained oh, it all. April. And then we turned around and started to say who who we thought the best-looking Steamish player was. <laughs> and got to the point where we decided that Swins should definitely be on Love Island at some point. <laughs> I no, did. He's oh, he but he's a gorgeous um, man. Good. Um. He is, he is. Uh, Van Kooten, 6.6. Now, that's one I think so much because he was sensational. Again, everything everything he did right, although there was that tackle in the first half where he absolutely wiped his man out on the halfway line. Uh, he took Kelman out and, like, absolutely murdered him. And I thought, oh, oh. Refs have sent... Refs have, in this league, yeah. league have given reds for those. That but was you know that was meaty. Pidge, our seven, luck. We've not had gone. any luck for years, so you got to take a little bit of luck every now and then. So, Absolutely, yeah. you take it. You take it, don't you? Pidge seven point six. Yeah. Solid. Good. One every header. He the way he handled uh, <laughs> Harry Smith, who is a very very difficult <laughs> bell ends to play against, um, was was yeah. pretty special. Uh, Clark seven point eight. Which again, I don't really understand because he was everywhere. He, he was everywhere on the field. He's magnificent. Jordan Roberts, uh, eight point four. Obviously, he got that goal, and the what a goal it was! That finish was absolutely delicious. Um, Vigoré is going to be diff, diff, really disappointed to be beaten in his near post like that. It was, he was unsighted by a, a by a defender as as Robbe sort of smashed it through him, but. You've, you've got to do better. Reevesy, 7.6. Gilby, 7. Which I think, again, it's a little bit harsh on Gilby, but he, he did give a number of fouls away, which might be why it's it's like that. Uh, Jamie Reed, a goal and assist. Jamie Reed, um, 8.5 rating. The um, the header from um, Sweeney's mm. knock-on in the... I don't know, sixth, sixth minute or whenever it was. I just wonder if you've gone for that. I was convinced the goalkeeper. I, I was yeah. convinced the goalkeeper was going to clatter him and and claim and claim yeah, it, but right. like wipe him out as he did it. He did very well to get his head on the end and knock it in. And then who scored? Dot com have Danny Rose 
as their man of the match. 8.6. He was fucking excellent, Danny Rose. I thought I was so disappointed for him that he didn't get a goal because that before he had everything in that performance. He was absolutely And he should have had a goal because that header from like five yards out, he had a lot of goal to aim for there. Yeah, he did. Yeah, um, Nuzza is the only per- other person worth mentioning. He got six point nine, having played two minutes. I mean, that's harsh. <laughs> Which is pretty Come good. on, you score immediately. That's like ten. You can't do more than that in two minutes. I mean, but he only had three. But he only had three touches of the ball <laughs> in the entire game, and that was the control. <laughs> the control from the pass. The knock on zero the mistakes. Under. Like, zero. That's literally- <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see. Um, it was really funny because I was uh, yeah, down low um, by the tunnel on Saturday. I couldn't see Vigoro, so I didn't know where the goalkeeper was because he had a green kit on that matched the uh, grass. Yeah, and literally, I was like, "Where's the keeper? Where is he?" It's so funny. Um, can we? Can we? Do, he, he wants to take a guess at how many headers Danny 20. Rose won this week. It is. It is fucking ridiculous. I'm going to go That's for not, 307. Not, not 20. <laughs> Did you see that little tweet picture of something like 240 <laughs> days since Danny Rose last lost? Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Lost, lost. He, uh, he he didn't lose a, lose out a single aerial duel game. <laughs> he defies gravity. Yeah. He does, doesn't he? I'll tell you what, if he was six foot two, people would be like, yeah. he's literally as um, good as Ronaldo my- in the air. And he's Orin, my, he's my unreal. Lad, told me exactly how he does it. I was like, "Oh yeah, you've nailed it." He goes, "Dad, it doesn't matter how tall you are; it's all about the timing." And he's got it down to an absolute perfect act. Yeah, about it. yeah. yeah he has. It's yeah, not. Yeah. It's not, isn't it? And the big difference in this game was um, he won as many as he usually does, but he had Reed and Roberts in the places to pick up their second ones. Running which off him, he doesn't often have the people in behind him picking up yeah. the slip-ons. And we saw the opposite at the other end with the wardrobe. Oh, when yeah. on the rare occasions he won it, he didn't have anyone to get it to. Yeah, Rosa, <laughs> uh, Rosa, that's a new one. Rose and Nozza, Rose and Nozza kind of in that respect almost do the same job, don't they? Where they're kind of the guy you're aiming for, so you want somebody yeah. else running off of them. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it, oh, what a game! What a what a blinding game! It was just we did nothing poorly. I mean, well, I say we did nothing poorly. I'm still convinced. People have told me I'm wrong, but they're they're fooling themselves. Pidge could have gone. Pidge could have had a red for that tackle. It was he absolutely like the ball was gone, and then he absolutely, <laughs> absolutely killed uh, uh, Suryu. Absolutely murdered him. It was brutal. that's probably the worst. Cl- Go on, Pat. Sorry, I was going to say I think it's closer to a red than Van Kooten's was. They were similar in that they got there late, but they got yeah, there late yeah. on the floor. So there was there was force behind the challenge, but it wasn't high. Oh, I I don't know like Van Kooten, like I, I, I'd want to see it again in slow motion, but I'm pretty sure he like kicked him in the head. Like he, he was he looked like a drop kick. He really he, Van Kooten really got it wrong. Wrong. Whereas Pidge, I think Pidge got it right. I think he did exactly what he wanted. He meant to do. <laughs> That might be a little, might, that might be cynical on my part, but I don't think as good a as good a player as Pidge is, I don't think he times those wrong. I think he got there exactly when he meant to, basically. Um, ref was shite, wasn't he? That's, ref was that's unbelievably exactly right. shite. So you saying it could be a, it, that 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 challenge in League Two could be a nothing, a yellow, or a red? 
you don't know who's going to turn up on the day. Yeah. It's, just, it's, yeah, it's, it's a balling, to be yeah. fair. It doesn't matter how the game works out. The, the referee ultimately is controlling what happens in the games. And yeah, yeah, he was he, he was dire, wasn't he? Yeah. Absolutely dire. Um, um, it's just unbelievable. I mean, so let, let's let let's go through the sort of the the key points of when he's really ballsed ballsed up. I may forget a couple here. So there's in the first in the first half. There's, I mean, he's got he's got the red card bang on the yellow and then the red from Mizuni. I think I I was convinced, and I'm I'm still leaning towards it being a red for his Mizuni's tackle on Sweeney because he he touches the ball out of his feet he's trying to you know trying to work himself out of space he overhits it Sweeney's there gets on the end of it and the way he dives in he's only going in with one foot the other you know the other foot's trailing but the way he's dived in his studs Mm -hmm. are right up if he makes proper contact with Sweeney Mm -hmm. he's breaking his ankle all day long it's fucking it was a fucking vile tackle um and you know he's he's obviously pissed off he's 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 touched it touched it poorly he's, he's controlled it poorly he's obviously wound up with himself and he's just gone in it's absolutely vile that tackle i've said vile a number of times now but that really you put it closer disgusting. to a red than Piergiani's um, or between but, tvc and Piergiani's? i think i'd put it there i'd put i'd put it i'd put it no it's, i'd put it closer than pidge but the problem is Problem is, like Pidge, like as much as he he hit him and he hit him hard, I think I think uh, Satui made made absolutely everything out of it. Like the way he was rolling around, like that's possibly the like, worst game up, I've know. seen him play for lately um, as well. Quite a good player. He's a good, yeah, he's a good, he's a good player. So, but so is yeah. uh, El Mazzini. Like they are good. They just. Like Smith, Kelman, they're all good players. Prattley is a good player, even though he's a twat. Um, they're all good players, but they just they were just off it, weren't they? Um, so there's the red card. There's the red card for Mazzini. Like probably on balance, you know, you went a few minutes later. So yeah, all right, we'll 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 leave it. The handball in the box. It's just it's mind blowing how as as a team they can't get that right. Because for the view I had, I saw the kid slapping yeah, the ball down. Right, right behind the assistant That's referee. What, from my angle, slap. Uh, no, no, the, the assistant referee was basically in line with the edge of the area when Good it happened, view. right? So he's had a comp- he's had the perfect view. He's had the best view of that in the ground, other than the kid that slapped the ball basically. Um, and it was um, it was uh, uh, Satuya who slapped it down. Um, I just. I, people have been saying, "Oh, I don't think he wanted to give a penalty so soon after sending El Mazzuni off because that really, yeah. If we go in four nil up at half time, it literally was he bought it. Questions will be asked. Questions will be asked of him because he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to pull it. Yeah. He bottled it hard. Yeah, no, he didn't. I think th- I genuinely think that's what what's happened. I don't. Th- I don't think he wanted to make that decision because there's no way no one in the ground, no, no, none of the officials have gone to him. That's not a that's not a penalty. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. no way they've gone. Don't give it. He's made that decision. I don't, I can't believe for a minute that there are genuinely linos and fourth officials. I don't know how much of it the fourth official would have seen. There was almost definitely people 
blocking his view of it. But the Lino, there's no way the Lino's in the League League Two can be that incompetent. No. And they picked. So it has to be the and ref they picked bottling. Up on the either attempted headbutt or deliberate fake headbutt that missed him over the far side of the pitch, which they had a much worse view of. So you've obviously got some sidelines yeah. there. It's just inconsistent what you're picking up on. Well, so that so so that's the next one. The um, Smith Smith are trying to give it to Lufa. People are saying people are saying they're not even sure he was even trying to make contact. He just sort of mimed it. You can't throw a headbutt at someone on the sports field and then rely on the referee to go. Oh, I know he wasn't trying to hit him with that. Do it or not, if they spot it, you should be getting sent off for that. So I don't. So he didn't make. He clearly didn't make any contact. So uh, yellow might be fair, but at the end of the day, if he's even if he's miming, pretending he's going to headbutt someone, like it's just, it's pathetic, lame. I don't know what you got so riled up about. Violent barely contact. anything happened before that, unless it was just we're two uh, nil down and we're not getting anything. It was it was in a bit. It was in a bit. No, it was in the build up to a free kick or a corner. It was a free kick, wasn't it? It was in the build up to a free kick. They're all hustling, bustling in the box, and obviously someone like happens every shirt. time. At both ends, like he, like he wasn't try, like he wasn't trying to wear pitch <laughs> like a glove yeah. at times. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? I tell you what, as we're recording live, it's just come up on my phone that Swindon and Steenridge has just been postponed. Why is it? Yep. Yeah. Oh, there we go. We won't be talking about Swindon. <laughs> Do you know how what? Bought, how have they bottled that so early? I know, because I was coming on enough. um saying that uh they reckon that it'd be on because they've got the best the best uh, uh frost covers and groundsmen and they've invested so much in the pitch. Um yeah, did you hear me put a reg- car registration number out twice on Saturday? You heard the start of the announcement, but you didn't hear the details beyond Mercedes Benz registration number. Oh. Because there's too much singing going on. I heard heard it. Could you guess who it was, mate? No. (laughs) Was it Lath? No, 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 no. So it was a car registration. I didn't even think about it. So I've put it out twice. POS11. And I was like, who is that? Oh, well, could be anyone. Blah, blah, blah. So then someone came up to me. uh, like They they messaged me on WhatsApp. Barry Fry. (laughs) So he just landed his car if he wanted to. Of course he did. So the security guys had to go upstairs and tell him to move his motor. <laughs> the posh. I mean, I did quite loads of people around around for that game, weren't there? Loads, loads of like faces, like Dino, Dino, Marmaria was yeah, there. Yeah. I, I saw him in the media box and in ignored him. <laughs> literally, literally, at one point it was only me and him in there, and I was like making a cup of tea. I turned around, he looked at looked at me, I looked at him, and I just walked out. <laughs> Uh, not not having it. Oh uh, dear. Sharon Taylor <laughs> enjoyed it. Always pops up when we're doing well. See, I've seen a bit of bandwagon gatekeeping, and like, I get it for these, you know, celebrity media types who pop up when we're good to try and get a bit of attention from it. But don't do it to people in the community who are coming down for their first games and you know, yeah. trying to get involved because we need those people. We need those people regularly. We need those people and exactly. the subsequent exactly. generations that brings in. So don't be having a go at parents with their kids it, coming to their first games and like, oh, yeah, it's, it. where it's, were you when we astonish- were rubbish? Yeah, it's, just, it's astonishing, isn't it? Like, oh, Jesus Christ, we've only got 2K through the gate this week. 
oh, you're, you're only here because we're good. Well, just be happy there, here, you yeah. fucking good. And I seriously more, think, I think the, the, the tide is really turning. I, I really do at the football club. I think it is. Yeah. I do, and, I, and I see that probably, I guess, because I work in a school. I don't know if I've mentioned it, but like on non-uniform day, for example, now, you see a lot of borough shirts at school. Literally, it's it's phenomenal. And the work that everyone's done in that club over the God knows how many years now, that, you know, it, it just seems like we're really embedded and everyone has got that, you know, uh, I'm not too sure about yourself, both of yourselves, but everyone, everyone's second team is starting to be Stevenish, regardless if it's your first or your second. But it seems like people are excited about it. And so many like kids and people I know, uh, are starting to think, you know what, we should support them because we can get down there for 20 quid and enjoy ourselves and not have to go and pay Arsenal or Spurs prices or try and get tickets. That's brilliant. Really yeah. good. Yeah, and the more you can get atmospheres like that in the ground, the more it'll snowball. There was a tweet that I saw of some guy who said, I normally live, uh, I, I live by the ground and normally listen to it from my house. That's my mate Tony. Was it? I've known Tony. For, I've known Tony for years. Yeah, we used to drink. We used to drink together. Like literally. Like, I mean, probably 10, 12 years ago, right? I ain't seen him for donkeys, right? And then I saw him tweet it yeah. the other day, and I was like, "Oh, Tony." Then, yeah, no, Tony. Tony's Tony sound. Yeah, and he had loads of replies of people going, "Please come back. It's brilliant. I hope you enjoyed yeah. it." I was like, "That's it. Yeah, that's, that's the attitude. That's what we should be doing." It, I, I yeah. tell you what, this this is this is how much this is how much I know him. I didn't even know he liked football, but <laughs> we, we 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 you know we, that was very much like music scene stuff while I was gigging and that he was always about uh, gigs and stuff. So it's very very much different for a different yeah. sort of friendship. But yeah, no, I was delighted he was there. Brilliant. Um, imagine he came down a couple of weeks ago and got a few weeks ago and got like a fucking Mansfield. Oh, <laughs> you'd never come back, would you? If that was your first game, <laughs> it's brilliant. brilliant. Dog shit from start to finish that one. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've just I just refreshed Twitter and I've just seen the uh, El El Mazzini red card again. It's, it's just farcical, isn't it? Absolutely farcical. And Wellens as well. Wellens as well. Richie Wellens. Too many touch. Going going. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he's clearly been fouled, and he's picked the ball up. No, no, no you dick. We have some. No. It's we nice have to see one of those get friends. what it deserves. Sorry, Sorry Pat. Sorry, <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice to see one of those get what it deserves because too often the referees just go, "Oh yeah, I'll give it to the guy who's on the floor." Um, let, yeah. let it go because he's he's in the sort of defensive place as well. There, so you get the benefit of the doubt a bit more. But no, it was deliberate handball, and. The whistle ain't gone, so you deserve the second yeah, yellow. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Play to the whistle, you prick. There's um, there's a couple of really quite outspoken chaps around the uh, tunnel who were who were literally <laughs> letting him have it for the whole game. It was brilliant. And when the hey, long Wellings. ball started going in, oh, Wellings, that's not a long ball, is it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it so, oh, what is that? What's that long ball going in there? And he didn't turn around. And you know. Like I felt for these two, but literally the only people he turned around and had a proper row at was beautiful Duncan and and Mike Carnivan had a proper row. Come on, come on, give us some more details about this because I because I saw Duncan mention it a couple of times on Twitter, oh. and you've mentioned it now. You mentioned it on on our WhatsApp group, and you've now mentioned it on the pod. I need more information. Literally, they love were just it. Tearing each other apart, and Mike was just like. Yeah, you're rubbish. You are not, nothing like really horrible. <laughs> not like calling him like yeah. bad words or anything. Like, not like, like if it was me. No, no. If it was you, we'd have a problem. Uh, but he was just like, oh, uh, <laughs> it, it's, well, he's turned around. He went, 
But if you think you can do a better job, why don't you come up here and have a go? <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? Wow, I was they just really got under his skin. Mouth wide open I was. But to be fair, from the tunnel, I did call their bench useless on more than three or four occasions on Saturday. <laughs> you are I, uh... useless. <laughs> I, uh, I I try I really try to not not react while I'm in the media box because you know I'm like yeah. as much as I'm ultra st- absolutely Stevenage like I've got to try and keep a bit of a yeah you know, a, a professional head on and not and not and not do it but I I will admit I muted my microphone at one point on 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 uh, Saturday I was like have that well in champagne football you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I think it was after their fourth just punt long. And the thing oh, about cool. it is, like, in the highlights show afterwards, McEnough was like, oh, yeah, sides change how they play when they play in Leighton Orient. It's like, well, we didn't, mate. Have you seen us this season? It was the same no, that's setup. That's literally how we it, play. It was a more single, successful version of what we tried to do. But, you know, yeah. it was us playing at our best and playing in the formation we played the majority of the time. The team that changed how they play was Leighton Orient. And we've discussed the reasons I, why already, but yeah, absolutely. it didn't make them better. And I hate to say it, I hate to say it, the reason we were more successful is because we didn't start Noz. I hate, I really hate to say it. I was saying this to Dino before kickoff. So we were, we were talking about the, the lineup and, and, and I was like, I think he's got, I think he's actually done, I think he's done the right thing dropping Noz again. Because uh, he's, he's still just not quite at the races. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just like, I mean, sometimes players just struggle in certain setups under certain managers, right? Sometimes it's just not the right, the right thing it doesn't mean they're a bad footballer it doesn't mean they're a bad manager it just means that things don't quite marry up and that and that's absolutely fine i think i think he's done okay this season but i don't think he's done any better than okay obviously he's had he's had little bits here and there you know where he had like a really great second half against kings lynn it's like only kings in though isn't it like yeah. uh and he's played well he's played really well at times you know bringing things in he was really good against uh barrow where he scored a couple of couple of belters mm. And he finished um, the goal tonight, like, Saturday, really confidently as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, need, he did. He needed that. He as did. Well. He need. He need. He really needed it. Yeah. yeah. But I just, I just, I just worry that we're better without him because I do like him. And I really wish we weren't, but I do think we are better than. But if better you when he's to Evans uh, uh, post match, he said that he'd picked his side on Monday. Him, Revs, and Rayner had picked the side on Monday. They knew what they were going to go and do. To go and do a job, but yeah. surely, and and not, we're not going to ever know this now. To be fair, you look at how many games have come thick and fast that are absolutely massive. Yeah. Aston Villa, Leighton Orient, uh, all right, Harrogate, uh, but, Stoke. Uh, Stoke as well, Swindon. Although it's yeah. obviously it's, it's it's postponed now, but Stoke. Swindon's massive game. We're not going to know what his plan was tomorrow night. You don't know whether he was going to play that way on Saturday because he knew that Leighton Orient would be camped in, whereas he'd have gone yeah. and played. Noz, who's as strong as an ox, on you know, there's a lot of players that haven't, yeah. haven't had a lot of game time. We I think we mentioned before coming on air the likes of Foster Caskey. We've not even seen yeah. yet. Uh, Tomkinson. No. We've not even seen. They're going to be great yeah. football players. They've come. They come from a better. A better setup than than us, you know, Charlton and yeah, yeah. Norwich yeah. and and all sorts. So, you, you, we've got to pick these points up and play what we would say the players that we've we've not seen at all to give some of our boys a rest because Sunday is is absolutely massive and I think I think tomorrow being cancelled is is only a good thing for us. Yeah, it's annoying for the oh, fans who have travelling plans, but it's good for the squad. Yeah, ready. I I think it's I think it's I think it's. It could be disastrous for us, actually. Really, 
I think it's, I think, yeah, I just, because uh, like, we're, so, we're going to end up two games behind, next, this weekend, we're two games in hand, we're going to end up two games in hand to Orient, and every day of the week, I'd rather have points on the board than, oh, yeah, yeah. than, ga- than games in hand, yeah. and it's only two points, so it's only, so the worst it's going to be is six points, right, hopefully they they botch, botch, botch it again this weekend, right, hopefully they really cock up again, right, but I just, I just think Swindon blow out and cold like nobody's business, right? So one week they're fantastic. The next week they are absolutely diabolical. Um, you never know who you're going to get, but I just fancy us against absolutely everybody in the league right now. There's not a team I'm worried about us playing. Now that Orient's gone, you know, we we got lucky with them with having an injury crisis and this and that, whatever. But like now that the Orient game is out of the way, you know, stakes to give me, you know, we it's win-win because we go there, we do we do, we do well. And we lose. It's uh, we've got to fifth round a cup. We earned a load of a load of money for the for the club. We've had a belter of a January. So be it. If we lose, right? If we beat them, cracking. Yeah. We we fucking march on. Beautiful. We go and get a big, real big team. Because how many little little clubs like us are left now? None. I mean, it's us and Wrexham against Championship and Premier League teams, isn't it? Spin so, it the other way it's really, really dependent on now Leighton Orient. Leighton Orient will have a league game as well this weekend whilst we're playing in the Yeah, yeah, uh, no, that's what I'm saying. We've got that's two, what I'm saying. We, but we've got two free hits on going top and that could absolutely crucify them. They could be ruined. Well, I mean, only one. Yeah. Only one because if, if, they, if, they, win, lose if they win this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Oh. We, could, we, we, we could end up, you know, we could end up, what, four points ahead of them after the two games. Oh, can you imagine that? Yeah, and it would be and it would be beautiful. It's just it's just it's all hop, it's all hypothetical nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like what are we what are we doing talking about it really? Like it's just you know you don't we don't know how it's going to go. So there's little point in really sort of talking about it to the hills. But on the but balance of probability, much, we're going to lose. I'd it. much rather have played. I'd much rather have played. Mm. I mean, it's good again. It's good for us. Gives us a full week to prepare for Stoke. We haven't got to worry about Swindon. Although you know today's today was at out of the window already really and I doubt they I doubt they managed to get much pitch time down at Bragby today yeah not at all and I don't know and I don't know how much they're going to get through the week you know actually they'll probably I wonder whether they'll be training at the actual ground at some point um because that that pitch will be in much better condition than uh Bradbury you'd assume Spurs get Spurs under 21s tonight was cancelled didn't it no yeah, idea. Because of a frozen, yeah, because of because of a frozen pitch. Um, but I'm I'm just like good now, nah, keep them off it. Because it's, it's it's really quick, slippery slope from frozen pitch to like bog in it. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't want that. But yeah, no, I do, I do worry. I do I do I, I just think we we would be better having played this game and go and go and go and yeah, you know, put Noz. I'd put I would put Noz back in. For Swindon, because I think we need his present. We we would be do better with his presence. Maybe, you know, if he's if he's still not at the races, switch it up at half time and then bring Danny Rose in. Because I think I think Reed and Roberts together is a problem that not many not many teams are going to want to face. Oh, yeah. Reed Reed and Roberts either side of either Noz or Noz or uh, or uh, uh, Rosie. Just however, it's like a formula for success. I think Noz would really really be a problem for Stoke. Real problem for Stoke, so I think starting him yeah. up top and doing what we did against Aston Villa by cutting it, then you know, then really going for it without him, get him dragged. Should let him play football. Sorry, 
Just let them play football. Yeah, yeah. So, no. I mean, Villa, Villa, Villa can break us down for all but five minutes, could they? So, I mean, it well, it's time like to dream, though, isn't it? Time to dream. You know, if we beat Stoke, um, oh my God, could you imagine? I just want a home tie in the FA Cup. Give me a home tie. Get someone back to the Lamex and let's have a go at it. <laughs> yeah. You see, I, I, I do sort I think this is the last round that we get replays, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, so we so we're not gonna we're not gonna be going and taking any massive clubs to a replay if we go go anywhere else. So yeah, if we do manage to get through in this round, then a big team here at the Lamex would be oh. superb. Oh. I just I just sort of like I I really want to go. I don't know. I, I I love the I love the away day to like a big club and go in and p- really pissing on their chips. <laughs> But look, I'd I'd rather go out against Stoke this weekend and come first in the league than have another round and come second. I I do think Leighton Orient could actually have a real proper wobble now and have a real problem. And I do actually believe we're going to win the league. I think it's us. I do. I really do think we're going to get promoted as champions. I was was thinking about this yesterday while I was driving back from Stevenage. And... uh... My my daughter and and her mate were in the back of the car, car talking absolute shit. Um, honestly, the the things five and six year old girls talk about it's just unbelievable, just absolute waffle <laughs> nonsense. Not a single sentence makes any sense to me. It's absolutely bizarre. So I was just sort of like, you know, in autopilot, not paying attention to them, just sort of thinking about it. And I was like, oh, you're gonna win the league, and I still can't quite bring myself to say yes. No, oh no, it's mad, isn't it? <laughs> It's absolutely mad. Like what? Like we we're almost coming up on a year of doing this, right? It's we're only about three weeks, four weeks off, maybe at the most. <laughs> um, it's not far off of a, a whole year of doing Barrapod, right? <laughs> Imagine telling us that this is what was going to the life was going to be like twelve months later. I think the first six weeks was a bit stress because we were terrible. Seven <laughs> seven episodes we managed before we won a game, <laughs> and that episode is called "We Did a Win." <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's oh, just oh my words. Um, we should talk about Jamie Reed because I've criticized yes. him on this show for lack of end products and lack of first touch, and both of those things were phenomenal on Saturday. Can I, can I just get a criticism out of him from Saturday out of the way before we move on to the positive? He was offside 30,000 times and it's really lazy. It's like Elliot List does it as well. It's really lazy football because all you got to do, all you got to do, I'm going to demo it for you two boys here and see how long it takes me. <laughs> That's all it needs. Just look left, look right. It's all you need to do, right? It takes less than half a second to work out whether you're offside or not. And he, they just don't do it. And it really fucks me off. Every striker in the world that can't work out whether they're offside before a ball's played free, when you know they're they're on the last man, they're on the last man, they're on the last man, and then they go. It's just like no, nah, it's just it's so lazy. Just look down the line every single time, every single time. Everybody, I'm I'm closer to goal than everybody there. Let me just hold up a sec. It really fucks me off. Really fucks me off. It was about I don't know. I was, I'm probably being overly harsh now, just trying to find something to pick pick on him for. But like it, it I don't I don't even know how many times he was offside. It felt like a ton, and it really wound me up. It's a fair criticism because it was too many, but we've always seen he has the threat around pressing and work rate. Um, what we haven't seen 
enough of in the past was him creating problems with his first touch and with his distribution and with his shooting. And all of that was there in that game. He was a threat in multiple facets. And we need that going forwards. We need more of it going forwards. And it's the first time I think he's been the front runner for successful guys dredged out of the non-league in the, the last two or three years worth of trying to do that. You know, before that, maybe Charlie Carter led the way. Maybe this season Kane Smith led the way, but he kind of dropped away. He wasn't in the first team squad this weekend. And that's something new, actually, having enough players that we can leave players out of the bench. Like everyone is what we needed to fill a bench before. Yeah, you, do you know what? You, you are right to a certain extent. I think he has been he has been more in more impressive the last few weeks, hasn't he? He's really sort of like driving on and kicking on and we always sort of we saw hints that he could do it um but we but the, especially this week you know we saw him getting the ball into feet controlling the ball well and then running we're running at defenders with it and he may not have many successful take-ons and whatever that the the only problem i've got to pick with what you said is it is that he wasn't in non-league he was at mansfield oh my bad before the season four and he then came to us but they might as well be non-league <laughs> no that's that's might be a bit harsh um but yeah, you know, it's. I really, I really want him to succeed, because I think he's he's a cracking he is a cracking player. But there's just there's there's always been a little bit of a question mark about whether he can keep it up when he does get a bit of form, isn't there? Yeah, it's the smallest question mark we've had at this point, and you know, long way that continue going forwards. And given that I've given him some criticism, you should acknowledge when those improvements are made that you wanted to see. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Every time Drakkers moves away from his phone, whatever he's got it on, he's got a little tripod or whatever. It just the camera just tilts down, and we get a shot of his cross coming back into <laughs> interview. It's sensational, Jot. I think I might do bolognese tonight as well. You know, listen, mate. Monday night is a big night at Drak for Towers. I finish work. I have to make this bolognese quick as. Before I go back to work, you know. So you've got it's military round here, you know. I've got three kids, military. Normally the girl can I, cooks though, because I'm useless. Can I? Can I? Have you got a slow cooker? Absolutely, but the kids hate bolognese and slow cooker is rubbish, apparently. Right? Nah, it's not. Well, they're telling me I'll make, it's, a, I'll make gonna... a belt. I'll make a belt. If they, to be fair, if they're if they're after if they're after a quick and dirty packet packet sauce bolognese. They might not like a proper bolognese, do you know what I mean? They do, they do, but our life is a 24-hour machine here. Six o'clock, yeah. get up, leave the house at seven, get home, carnage, get back out. So, yeah. Here we, are. Here, we are. here we are for our extra time segment. It's cooking with Nate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a good idea. Mate, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, to be fair, I'm a belter belt, belt in the kitchen. I've seen this. You do a lot of right stuff. No, I don't even care. I'm absolutely self-proclaimed. I'm fucking cracking. C- cooking Monday Cracking. Friday is just not not happening in this. Oh, if you, if it's you, such a pain in the ass, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, my wife's a, a, a bodybuilder, so generally most stuff's being weighed before it gets eaten. So it's yeah. absolutely mental. So yeah, we generally eat away from the kids. To be fair, so yeah, I I, I weigh everything with my eyes. Go, does that look enough? Yes, it does. <laughs> or no, it doesn't. More likely. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I love I love it. Uh, and bolognese is one of my one of my favourites. I love a love a bolognese. Oh, 
Even even like it, you know, you know, you get like shitty Italian dried cheese where it's just like it's in a tub and you sprinkle on it. It's like dust. I even love that shit, mate. Amazing. <laughs> Pat's got the technique down to a T. That's unbelievable. Yeah, a, a little bit too much. A little bit too much like that salt bay prick. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a decent cook. I'm just terrible at blowing my own trumpet. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're you're far too humble. Welcome to the Bar of Cookery Hour. Any, I was going to say, any more football <laughs> to talk about, or are we going uh, full on uh, cooking for the rest of this? Uh, I don't know, but uh, I'm going to make a focaccia tomorrow. Uh, there we are. One of the rudest breads there is. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. That's probably time to wrap it up then, isn't it? We're talking about focaccia. For fuck's sake. To be fair, I've only made one, and it was absolutely stunning. But uh, let's... let's... Let's wrap it up because you two look pissed off that I'm talking about food. (laughs) What I am is hungry. That's going to be my next (laughs) podcast. Cooking with Nate. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, fucking up the borough then. Yeah, absolutely. Ain't it great, eh? Our football team is brilliant. Well, I've I've just noticed we ain't really talked talked about steak away now, have we? Because the Swindon... News sort of derailed us, uh, and then I started talking about food. I am well hungry. Uh, There's nothing to say about Stoke. It is what it is. It's a one-off game. Go there if we get through it. That'd just be unbelievable. I'm not going. I've put my mind into a a mindset of whatever. Um, oh, I'm actually distraught about it being on a Sunday. Yeah, so am I. I can't, I'm not. I'm not. I can't go. I can't go. I'm not going. Uh, I'm I'm destroyed about it being this weekend at all. To be honest, like my birth, my kid's birthday on Saturday, and I'd I'd wrangled it. I booked her party because we were having like a proper like big party for her on the Sunday. I booked it on the Sunday so I could go to the fucking football on her actual birthday <laughs> on Saturday afternoon. Right? She's only going to be six. She won't know. She won't remember by literally next weekend that I wasn't there all day. Right? I thought take them out for breakfast. Go to Stevenage. They can fuck off bowling or to the cinema and stuff while I'm at the football. Go out for a nice meal. Basically throw a bit of money at it. My wife's happy. Winner. Winner. Abs- absolute belter. And then and then and then the, the game moved. Mm. Put book a book a thing for the Sunday, then the game moved. And I was like, oh fuck, it's on Sunday. And I looked to see where I could move the party back to Saturday afternoon. <laughs> but the hall was the hall was booked. And I'm like, oh, this is a disaster of epic proportions. It's so annoying. So now I can't go to the football. Her party finishes half an hour before kickoff, which means I don't know whether I'm going to be home to watch, be able to watch the start of the game. I don't, honestly, mate, I've had a fucking mare. And it's all because the BBC or, or ITV are a bunch of wankers. <laughs> Man of the people, Nate. Man of oh. the people. Well, I've got fat the, the people because I coach Sunday morning and my lad has yeah. a game. I'm like, I can't do yeah. this again. And let let me take you back a couple of weeks ago when we were all stood together. Pat unfortunately wasn't there at a Premier yeah. League ground where our football yeah. team scored two goals at the end that we were standing. Uh, it's it's so disappointing when it's down the other end <laughs> in it and you can't fucking see a it. Premier League team. Now, this weekend oh, is Stoke. If we go and win, yeah. th- my mindset is if we go and win, I get to see our football team play a better team than Stoke. If we yeah. lose, I'm going to stand there and go, well, I'm glad I didn't go to that. <laughs> is that bad? Right. 
nah, like you don't want to. <laughs> like people are like, oh, it's a nice day out, isn't it? Like, nah, it's the cut having to go to Stoke and see yourself lose four 0 No, it's not a nice day out. It's bollocks. <laughs> That's not what we're going for. We don't want to see us get pumped by fucking Stoke. Imagine after like it's bad enough having to be in that fucking city in the first place. <laughs> Honestly, dreadful. Is it on the blue on the red button? I still don't know. No, it's not. It's not been put out anywhere that we're anywhere. It's at not all. been. It's not been announced. I will be fucking watching it. Don't you worry, man. The, we were the story of the last round, and, and simply because are on TV. because no one else is going to want to watch Stoke versus Stevenage that isn't a Stoke or a Stevenage fan, then they've not put it on. But that was yeah, we are we are the team to watch in the FA Cup. It's embarrassing. So much so Stoke are selling tickets for a quid a kid. Are they? Yeah, yeah. To, to fill. I mean, place. that's no good. Good to be fair. Like you're going to get plenty of people through the door, aren't you? Mm. And you want to. The cup games should be cheap as fuck, man. I'm not having it. Uh, how do you? How do you sit? Like, I don't even know how people found out that it was on the red button before. I can't fucking work out. I can't. But my mum's told me already that it's not on there. So I've, I'm taking her word for it. Right. I'm literally googling it now, trying to fucking work it out. Anyway, that, that doesn't that doesn't happen, have to happen on telly on 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 the on the show, does it? Crack on. Here we go. Uh, predictions for Stoke. Let's do that. Uh, fucking hell. Pat, you going? I'm, I'm not going to Stoke. Uh, I'll go on the prediction though. I'll go Stoke on Stevenage two. Why not? He's good on me. I like Pat. Stoke yeah. one, Stevenage two. Uh, Drackers. Um, just because I'm not going, I feel like I'm going to uh, kind of make my decision of not going the correct answer and we're going to lose 1-0. You reckon you're a good luck child? No, I don't. But I'm just trying to make my decision making and not going the right decision, Pat. Because I with could you, go, I could Smart. go, but I'd be disappointing. Twelve other kids that I love coaching on a Sunday morning, I can't let them down again. So we're going to go and pump someone in the cup this weekend. <laughs> um, I'm going to go <sighs> one all. Yes, yes, that's what we want. Bring them back to us. Yeah, no, that's exactly that. That's why I'm being selfish. I want to replay. Yeah, I want to see the actual game. <laughs> I want to see the game. <laughs> yeah. I want to see the game. So, so if you're traveling, I'd like I, it. I, it's not. No, nah, you know it's not even. It's not even. I want to see the game. I just want to get paid for it. That's what it is. <laughs> oh come on! Fickle. No, of course I want to see the game. <laughs> Fucking hell! That's yeah, the best. We'll that's, get, there we go. The best result. We'll, and we'll get Dean's uh, prediction off him. Love it. Another day. He might be back one day. I don't know. <laughs> he was going to be on the podcast we were going to do Wednesday, but now we don't have to fucking do one. Oh, yeah. That's a good point, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Right. Cheers, boys. Thanks for joining me. We are, it's like Lord of the Rings, this one, isn't it? Like, it just never fucking ends. I've got 17 <laughs> fake endings to the film before it actually fucking finally finishes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh I mean, if you were going the whole hog with that analogy, you'd have to invent a whole new game for us to talk about that wasn't in the original. <laughs> Pat, you absolutely lost me there. I'm not going to lie to you. That's because you're so much cleverer than I am. Oh. It's because I'm a massive nerd. I love you.
Oh, you missed it, Nate. You missed it. What, what did he do? He blew me a kiss. Oh, oh fucking <laughs> I'm, I'm getting jealous. We need to uh, so, we're, so, we're, so we're going to end it here before I fucking lose my rag. Uh, Drackers, thank you for joining me to talk shit. No worries. Thank you. It's been emotional. <laughs> you've, had a, you've had a hard day, haven't you, love? <laughs> oh, don't. I actually have had a really bad day. It started at six o'clock and I couldn't start the car. And it was minus nine. I had to jump to start my car quarter past six this morning to get it off the drive, fuming. And I was and I had my bike out. To cycle. I've cycled every day to work. My road bike is is clocking the mileage up. Pat, you'd be proud of me. And I had to jump start it and drive it to work. I was fuming. Oh, fuming. <laughs> Sorry to bring that up then. Patrick, I hope you've had a better day than that, lad. Thank you for coming uh, coming along and helping me chat more even more shit. Pat, what do you do on a Monday night? What talk us through Pat's world? Well yeah. on a Monday night. I, mean, I cycle or? home. I talk yeah. to you a lot and then chill out, I guess. The real plans. Don't believe you. There must be something more fun. Yeah. What how does Pat chill out? Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Gloomhaven, actually, is the closest what, to come sorry? to that. I, I've got no idea what that is. Oh, yeah. Look it up later. It's, it's kind of done. It must be practice. hard for you this time of year because you're you're an outdoorsy kind of chap who likes spotting wild gerbils and stuff. So <laughs> I, <laughs> it must be hard for you because it's so dark because you can't, unless you go out with a, a pit helmet on, I suppose, because you're from Sheffield. Uh, <laughs> at the risk of getting you overexcited, Jay, the blue tits came back to our nest box for the first time yeah. this year, this weekend. So yeah, spring is starting to spring. Oh, I love that. <laughs> we need to go out with our binoculars. I've got a set somewhere, and you can show me some stuff around poplars and yonder. We'll do. Saw an egret on Gresley Way on Sunday morning on my way back from. Adam's what is that? Is that a bird? Yeah, it's like a little white oh, heron. Yes, that sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to come with oh, me? Oh fucking hell! Oh yeah, mate. I love I love bird spotting and that. I actually do love it. Like I, I just before kickoff uh, um, uh, on Saturday, there were three red kites circling round above the East Terrace. It's beautiful. It's everywhere. Absolutely beautiful. Nice. We could do a barapod um, extra, like nature hour <laughs> with Pat. We should do. We should. We should do like. During the off season, we should do like off topic stuff, shouldn't we? No, we should actually just... get everyone together and go for a nature walk around Aston. Pat, we'll just record the record the best bits. No, we'll just get everyone together and just go Wellington boots stuff like that. Wax. Jump. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. This is this is so off topic. We don't need to be talking about this on the fucking podcast. <laughs> but there is a bit of round the back of like Poplar's area near Pat. There's like uh, a load of a wooded area that I think is lovely. Um, that I used to cycle through. Um, you come down like the back of Western um, and like near to Walken, and you sort of cut over the fields, and then you get to these woods. Lovely boxwood. That's what it's called. Boxwood. It's beautiful. Seriously, it's good. You, you enjoy chilling out tonight, Pat. I'm gonna I go can't. and run around and pretend I still can play football at the age of 42. And I'm gonna edit this fucking shambles. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, everybody up the borough. Okay. <laughs> uh. Doubles up again. And it's in. Drag 
bursting from midfield is Cresinho! Well, if that is the goal to win the promotion, it's certainly worthy of it! An old Trafford cracker in front of the Stratford end. What do you reckon the player's favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet of fish to me. I can see that. I reckon TVC loves a McFlurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch. Do you reckon Macca loves a Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNugget's share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist? Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.